Hey guys, on this week's episode of the Garhole Podcast, I'm joined with Colton, Shell Pepper, and reoccurring guest Reed. So, uh, guys, what are y'all up to? Reevaluating my life. <laughs> I, I feel that. No, I just I just figured out like five minutes ago you love that we sat here for 39 minutes without recording and as soon as i hit the record button he starts lagging out yeah being all choppy oh my god just gonna cry i did what bruh all right reed why are you reevaluating your life because I just figured out that freaking Keystone comes in bottles. And Keystone's fucking gross. What's new? Okay, yes. But my entire life, I just thought it came in 30 racks of cans. You know Natural Light also comes in can- in bottles? You're fucking bullshitting me. No, Natural Light, natural light comes in bottles. I've bought them p- before for one of my uncles. What the fuck? Hey, wait, you- do Natter come in bottles? Does what? The Natter Days come in bottles. No. Probably Damn. not. Wait. They're coming out with a new Natter Day, by the way. Yeah, I saw that. They need to come out with a Natter Day frickin' Fody. <laughs> oh, <it's... laughs> you know what the uh, Miller High Life 40's called at all the bars here? What? It's called the Razorback Hogleg. That is the gayest shit I've ever heard. It's also like three bucks for a 40. That's down. pretty not gay. <laughs> that is extreme. Dude, I don't know. There's a bar up there in Tulsa, and every Thursday it is dollar PBR night, and I will walk in there with twenty dollars and be dead. It's uh at a piano bar. It's two dollar wells and two dollar and fifty cent beers on Thursdays. See, I've I've never been to a bar nice enough to do that because all we go to is like dance halls and stuff. Because I go to a school with four females, and they're all large uh, Native Americans. All right, Footloose. Dude, I've been known to cut a little rug in my day. Hell yeah. I went to a, when I lived in Lincoln, there's a bar, and on Wednesday nights, it was 50 Cent Wings and $1.50 Miller High Lives. Oh, oh God. Oh, fuck. You take 20 bucks. Oh, it was fucking amazing. Oh, Sounds like it. And then I went to another bar that I used to live by, and uh, after nine o'clock, it was uh, dollar slices of pizza. I'm honestly jealous. Oh yeah, but I got robbed walking home from that bar one night in my neighbor's yard. Well, that's what, well, that's nice. How, how much did you lose? Uh, two hundred dollars. Jeez. I uh, I had a, I was in a softball game. So I, I didn't even go home and change. I went right from the softball fields to the bar. I had my ID and uh, $250 cash, and I spent probably 40 of it, tipped 10. And I got robbed at knife point by two guys taking home a girl. And So I lost 200 bucks, but I got some pussy, I guess. And that's a bad deal. Well, that was a bad deal for the robbing part, but not the other part. Yeah, so I'm actually, I moved out of fucking Lincoln like the next week. That's a cheap hooker cheap hooker she's a nice lady she's about 35 at the time and you were 
22. Oh, I'm jealous. Those yeah. Are, those are solid numbers. Yeah. She was. She knew what she was doing. She had. A, I think she had two kids, two or three kids, and was divorced. Had a boy. Yeah, it was a good time. So, did, how many how many of the kids' juice boxes did you drink before you left? Well, we were at my house. Oh, disappointing. Yeah, because yeah, I lived like three three uh, doors down from this bar. You, you could have uh, stocked up on uh, fruit snacks and juice boxes. Right, I should have. None of my freaking teachers up there even email me back when I'm asked about a freaking test, let alone if I was trying to boost them. I went. I drank beers with one of my teachers in culinary school. Hmm. So. Is so that what, you do? what? Is that what you do, or? No, no. I work at a trailer company. I didn't make it in culinary school because you had to go to class. <laughs> I think that's with most schools, besides yeah. like maybe, except maybe being a cat tech, because they just let about anybody do that. Oh, that's bullshit, yeah. dude. I've literally done probably everything, though. If they if they figure out you're cutting another class, dude, they'll they'll hold your ass up in the office and fucking wail on you. No lie. Damn. Well, I mean, I guess I understand that being a cat tech. I mean, you got people think it's easy, but shit. I would not want to have to learn all the shit you got to learn. Yeah. Well, they think everybody, if you're a mechanic, they automatically. I have no idea what the fuck he's saying. Yep. I don't either. Okay. Well, anyway, it automatically, if if you work on uh, on vehicles, especially equipment, though, they think you're too dumb to go into college. So, which is kind of the opposite because everybody in my class super freaking sharp because you could take a dude with a damn phd and in, in uh racial history or or, or speech pathology <laughs> or english some bullshit course like that and uh dude you try to get them to tear down a damn 3406 uh they don't know what the hell they're looking at but to me to you know people who learn like i do it's just nuts and bolts yeah. So you're telling me that you could just switch and be a uh, get a doctorate in speech pathology or racial studies. Okay, I probably could because I've been in <laughs> pathology classes and probably most of the speech pathologists. Um, uh, oh yeah, because weed winfo. Dude, I weed winfo until I was in the fourth grade. David <laughs> changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> because. The way I talked was fucked up. Yeah, I mean, you still write your name like your bead Benfo now. You need to shut <laughs> your, up about that. I changed my signature. <laughs> your R's look like B's. No, not anymore, because my mom kept making fun of me for it. <laughs> oh, shit. It's easy to shit on Reed, because, well, it's fucking easy. Yeah. If someone else isn't shitting on me, I'm doing it, so. True. Self-deprecation is the best deprecation. It really is. Oh, I was talking about literally shitting on myself, but... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it happens, man. If you say it doesn't, you're damn lying. 
Well, speaking of self-deprecation, I got one. I got a shit story. Let's roll with it. All right. I don't know too much about it. I don't remember much about it. But I just remember I was out golfing one time. Uh, let's see. We were on hole two. And uh, I teed off. And I got that little grumble. And so hole four on this particular golf course had a uh, uh, bathroom on it. <clears throat> so we were fucking hauling ass as fast as the goddamn golf cart would go. And uh, I just couldn't hold it. So all of a sudden, I feel it running down the back of my legs. And it is just, it's going. It's all over the side of the cart. It's a brown streak all over the fucking fairway. (laughs) We get to uh, the bathroom. So then we have to call, at the time, our neighbor. She had to go to my house, because I was with my parents. Go to our house, get me some clothes, bring them back. I had to uh, get my ass up on the sink in the bathroom and try and bidet myself with the fucking sink. <laughs> and that bathroom never smelled right ever again. It was it was horrible. But I've I, that's my one shit story. It was a good time. I ruined my shoes. Got to throw them away. So I golfed in sandals the rest of the time. Oh, it was a good time. I have a story kind of similar to that, but I was not involved with it. Me and another one of me and Hadley's buddy, uh, we were working at the high school. We were probably seven or so. And uh, so one of the churches there, they would they would give food every Monday. They would, uh, you know, they'd have like the dollar cheeseburgers and the McChickens and stuff at McDonald's. And they just have them on the tables, just lined up, just probably 50 of them for the people who worked for high school. And, uh, so we took one of these other kids, which we were, me and, and, uh, me and Hadley's friend, we were working the scrub crew. So we redid all the floors Well, this other boy, his name is Jesus. Jesus is a big old boy. Like we're, I don't know how to talk. He's probably 620, about 400 pounds. Big old boy. And, uh, Jesus ate. He ate 10 burgers while we were sitting there, and he grabbed two McChicken. He ate those on the truck ride back to school, and then when we got out of the car, or when we dumped him off uh, to finish weeding, he had another three McChickens sitting there. So he's rocking rocking at 15 McChicken slash dollar hamburgers. Whew. We get a call, like a frantic call later from uh, another guy who was working on the scrub crew. And he goes, dude, Jesus just shit himself. <laughs> They're cutting up and laughing. And uh, he sends us pictures. He sends us two pictures. One is a shit trail going through the high school, going through the And the other picture is the lawnmower that looks like like somebody uh, take uh, chocolate pudding and you put it in between your mouth and you go oh. about where you make it real thin between your teeth. Okay, <laughs> it looked like like a a picture of it was poured on the seat and where you put your feet uh, on oh. the zero turn mower. Oh God! Guess that damn mower had shook up a little 
spit like a damn smoothie. And he started going around all these doors. And he knew that he Jimmy open. So he busts through that door after he really shit himself on the lawnmower. And he's tracking it down the freaking hallway. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Like, bumps, dude. Like, puddles. Oh, that's nasty. (laughs) I forgot all about that story. That completely like I I I heard that like what two years ago and I had never thought about it again until now. I've been out of high school damn near two years, so it's been close to probably four. Yeah, you're right. That was I, like I was a junior, maybe when I did when I worked for the summer crew. Yeah, that was like my first semester of college. How like, old were you summer, guys? Like right before college. Uh, I'm 22. How old are you, Reed? I'll be 21, uh, the 18th of next month. Jesus, you guys are young. Yeah. Justin's, uh, 25 or 26, and Scott's 35. That makes... I thought Scott was 52. He acts like it. I fucking feel like it. Scott's damn near geriatric. Hey, I'm right there with him. You're 33, I'm going to bet. 28. Well, okay. When you said right there with him, I just assumed you were in your 30s. Oh, I feel like I am. Yeah, you look like you're 28. Yeah. I look like I'm 15 going on 14. You look like a pedophile with that stash. I know. I need to shave it. I also need to get a haircut because apparently the long hair is not helping me at all with the turkeys. So how how did y'all like the poem that I read the last time I was on here? Uh, gosh, I don't remember it. Uh, because you're non-rememberable. There once was a man from Brighton who said to his last, you're a tight one. She replied, oh, my soul, you're in the wrong hole. There's plenty of room in the right one. Oh, that's a good one. But there is no wrong hole. Uh, to some people, there is. Well, you need to get those people out of your life. That is true. That's why they don't get a text back. Dang. So, Colton, tell us a little bit about yourself. We're already 14 minutes in, and some of these people don't even know who the fuck you are. I know. I'm just rolling with the punches. All right. Well, I'm Colton Shellpepper. Uh, I live in Nebraska. I guess what else you want to know about me? Uh, I what start... Do you- I started the Garhole group uh, for a living. I work as a stacker, which means I stack trailers on semi-trailers pretty much for a trailer company, ship them out on the western half of the United States. Uh, that's about it, really. Got a couple kids, fiance, uh, hunting fish. Uh, I guess I don't really got much else to say. Do you have uh, any uh, important tattoos by any chance? Oh, I got a couple on my side. I got one on the back of my arms. I got this one on my ass. (laughs) What's the one on your ass? It says beat those cheeks with a uh, looking glass logo on it. That old boy. (laughs) Yes, Reed, he is ass tattoo guy. Yep, that is me. You know, for a while, you you 
one could say that that tattoo aged well. But now, but now they're back, so it's a valid tattoo again. Yeah, I had no regrets, no. even if they were gone forever. I, I knew that it had the logo. I just didn't know that it had beat those cheeks on it. Yeah. Well, I kind of called Logan's bluff. I said, if you pay for it, I'll put, I'll tattoo it on my ass. And then he got drunk one day and sent me one hundred and fifty dollars on Venmo, and I was like, well, shit, now I got to do it. <laughs> Saying if you're in the wrong crowd of people, beat those cheeks and be a call to action. I've been to jail twice, and I was I'm lucky I didn't have it then. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Because I'm pretty, so I'd get my ass handed to me. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend going back to jail, especially with beat those cheeks on your ass. Yeah, no kidding. The uh, the the guy it was a guy that tattooed it. I just told him I lost a bet. <laughs> but it is what it is. I, you know what? Someone's got to be the first to do it, so I figured I'd do it. Yeah, I mean, I think you're the first and the only. Oh, yeah. Well, no one will do it now since someone's already done it. Yeah. People's fans. Dude, and it, it's been awesome. I've met so many new people because of it. Fucking Snapchats from people from all over. It's been pretty – it's been – pretty fucking cool huh so so what's the main thing you hunt uh waterfowl boy. um i think I that's like most to... of our list listeners anyway yeah that's that's what got me because i started uh podcast wise it started with the uh big honker i started listening to them i was on once with those guys and then i started listening to looking glass and uh, Logan's just a fucking great guy. He, he's friends with everybody. So, and then I, you know, they ended up stopping and you guys got on it and shit. You guys are just the same as those guys. So, well, I, I appreciate the compliment being in the same category as those two. Yeah. Those guys are rebels, not so personable, but he's also got more on his plate, which is understandable. But Logan, man, he, it seems like he'd be friends with anybody as long as they don't fuck him over. So, Party. Reed, what'd you say? That's you party. cut out. Yeah, a little bit of party time, huh? Hell yeah. Yeah, Logan's a pretty good guy. I, I usually talk shit to him when the Razorbacks are beating uh, Mizzou in some kind of sport. He got mad at me when I called Northwest Missouri State Little Nebraska. Because that, that was their nickname for a while when they were winning the championships, Little Nebraska. But, oh well. Oh, he'll get over it. Yeah, hopefully he comes golfing with me. Now that he hears it on this podcast, he might have to commit to it. You know, I don't even know if Logan fucking listens to this shit. Oh, he does. So, he, he listens, like, every now and then because he'll send us, like, a death threat. But other than that, that's about it. Well, Sometimes we completely shit on him and he doesn't say anything. I'll say something to him, and he'll he'll listen to this one, hopefully. Well, I don't have any tattoos, but I did get stuff with a, with a hot drink uh, Dutch milk in Arkansas. Reed, you're going to have to figure something out with your internet, bud. Yeah, you're cutting out. I thought I heard MILF in there, milk. You did he, not he, get milk. He's, he got branded, is what he was trying to tell you. I oh, know what I, he's going to say. I got branded, too. We used cigars. 
I got stuck uh, by a hot poker one uh, one fucking sleeting night in Dutch Mills, Arkansas. Nice. Why the fuck are you in Dutch Mills, Arkansas? I got a buddy who lives right there. Jesus fuck! I drive right through there to go turkey hunting in Oklahoma every yeah. time I go. Where you hunt, Stillwell? I'm not saying any names because Oklahoma's public land is overcrowded in northeast Oklahoma. Okay. And they got, uh, if you drove through the middle of Stillwell, you won't pass their place. But uh, Hale Mountain Farm is over there um, off the road. You got to cross that land for, or the, the ditch. Out what it is. If I knew you had buddies over there, I'd be trying to get permission to hunt fucking private instead of me slogging through public every damn time. Yeah, okay. But yeah, so we got let out of school one day because it was coming down a fucking ice storm and nobody was dumb enough to be on the roads except us. So we drove the two hours from Oak Mogie to fucking Dutch Mills at 35 miles an hour just slipping and sliding down the fucking highway. You fucking southerners and you're driving on fucking ice and shit. What do you mean? I take offense. else was off the road. We were driving. Hey, I drove in South Dakota in like two and a half foot of snow, and I handled it perfectly fine. Yeah, I don't know. Two and a half foot—that's like nothing here. Well, that's a lot here. The entire state would shut down. Our economy would explode. Arkansas shuts down with one inch of snow. No shit. Oh, fucking. <laughs> Arkansas girls like a one inch or two. Yeah, that, and they like their cousins. <laughs> yeah, not yours. And damn right. Maybe that's your problem. You need to go to more family reunions. Hey, if some oh. if somebody's gonna fuck my sister, it's gonna be. It's gonna be who, Reed? It's gonna be cutting out again. It's gonna be you. Yeah, FYI, I don't have any sisters. I do have a brother with long hair. But he does. Sunshine. He does have sunshine. Sunshine. He does look like fucking sun. Sunshine is. He was good. He was a good player. Hell yeah. Ryan Gosling was an absolute liability at cornerback, though. <laughs> so have y'all have y'all paid the uh, paid to be on the OnlyFans, uh, the damn Looking Glass OnlyFans yet? Oh yeah. I got the $10 membership. Well, my mom got me the $10 membership. <laughs> Aww. I told I, her it was for her grandkids. I, cur- I currently have $18 in my checking account, so pass. Get a real fucking job. No shit. Yeah, the OnlyFans isn't paying too good. Dude, fucking wait, wait tables or bartend. True. Dude, I, would sound fun. I wish I would have done that a lot sooner than I did when I was younger, because I made bank. You think some girl wants fucking Hadley pouring her a drink? Yeah, she might get one of them test strips and make sure there's no roofies in it. Hadley's no, the, 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 the only way I get laid is if I roofie myself. <laughs> oh, and I, I'm I'm my I'm my own worst enemy. Roofie yourself and talk your hand into it. Uh. <laughs> You gotta use your left hand. It feels like someone. I gotta use my right because I'm left-handed. I had a friend swear up and down that he got roofied. Damn Southpaw. Hell yeah. No, no, it's hell yeah. Hell yeah. 
about to go in my titty bathroom here. I'm a fan of the wallpaper, though. You just need to... Fuck, I wish. It is pretty nice wallpaper. <laughs> you need to keep it forever. Oh, I'm going to. I'm not getting... I'm not getting rid of it. Oh, we get to hear Colton piss, everybody. <laughs> nice stream. Nice cock, bro. Can uh, you guys hear it? Yeah, we did. We could at the beginning. Ah, uh, I muted it. No, now he's peeing up against the wall of the toilet instead of straight in the water. He put a silencer on it. Yeah, no shit. Hey. <laughs> we've had Scott shit recording, and now we've had Colton pissing. Hey. Hell, hell yeah. Girls must move closer to their target. Hey, I don't like making noise when I pee. I got kids sleeping upstairs. They're already asleep? Well, they might be. Give or take. One of them might be. They didn't take naps today. I didn't take my nap either, and I'm kind of cranky. Two bourbons and a crank? Yeah, I listened to that today. Huh. You know, I, I do I do miss the old days when the the podcast would come up on Thursday, and I would be so excited to listen to it. I think when uh, I had Corona and I literally wasn't seeing a soul for like 18 days, I listened, I guess it was two podcasts came out. I think I listened to them like three or four. It was like in June. So they was like, what podcast probably six and seven. I would say, cause what they started in March and they did one every Thursday. Cold, yeah, I, think. So I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, was I was about to say, think you're muting. muted. No, I was upstairs getting a beer. Nice. Yep. Uh, June would have been like right around when Logan, because I just looked at this today, now that I'm creeping, when they went up to uh, South Dakota, I think. Oh, uh, that would have been right around when I think Phil and Bob were on. I don't know. Yeah, it was like somewhere that. around in there. Yeah. Bill or uh, damn Bob gave me a shout out that episode. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, because we drove, we drove two two and a half three hours to Fayetteville because it was the only liquor store within four hundred miles that had Bush Apple. I am not a fan, by the way. It no, was, not at hey, all. It was okay, but I think it was just the trip that really made it okay. So we got back to Oak Mulgee at probably 4 o'clock in the morning. This was a Friday night, and all our – or no. No, this was a Thursday night because we didn't have class till noon on Fridays at that at that time. So, uh, no. No, that would have been a Wednesday because we didn't have class – late on Mondays or Wednesdays, so we'd get drunk on Saturday, or on, I mean, on Sunday night and uh, and Wednesday night. We called it Wasted Wednesday. Um, uh, and Slosh Sunday. But, Everybody- uh, anyway, so we went and uh, we made that trip, got back. All our friends were about to leave the lake where we normally go hang out. And we got there at 4 o'clock, and we just freaking got trashed in like two hours. Went back to the dorms about 6. 
but some a couple of our buddies were too trashed and we left before they did so they waited around and they swam until about eight o'clock and then showed up to class at noon holy fuck i like to sleep before my uh academics resume When I was at a community college, we, uh, I don't know if I should eat, well, fuck it. I mean, I think the case is all done with that. Uh, so we would, uh, I didn't go to class. I'd sleep till about noon, go get lunch, take an, and then we'd go to the liquor store in town. And, uh, so the guy that owned the liquor store, his son worked there and he was a student at this community college and one day we went there i drove and i remember i got a bottle of crown xr which was 150 dollars and it uh all it cost me was he had one of them little novelty like 18 inch wood baseball bats you know you get like baseball games he hit me with it three times in the back of the leg and then he punched me three times in the stomach. And that was what it cost me to get that bottle of Crown XR. Uh, we did stupid shit. We'd fucking put cigarettes out on our arms, nut taps for fucking free booze. And I think when we left that day, I think my back of my car had probably $800 of alcohol in it. Jesus. Uh, and it was nuts. You're cut. Uh, you're gonna have to rewind like 15 seconds. You cut out real bad. Uh, we may we may have a podcast difficulty. Uh, yeah, I can hear you. Oh, spoke too soon. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Uh, is it, my, is it is it my end fucking up or is it Colton's end? I think it's Colton's because you're perfectly. Can you hear me? All right, cool. Yeah, we can hear you. Yep. All right. Yeah. So what what part did that what did I start cutting out? The last thing I heard was eight hundred dollars oh. of alcohol in the trunk. Oh. So we did, that was that one night, and I bet we averaged six to $800 every night in alcohol for free. And that was every night, basically. Stay up till four or five in the morning, getting drunk. It was crazy. Am I, like, not understanding this? Like, how, how are you getting the free booze? Basically, torture. You know, nut taps, getting hit in the back of the legs, punching the stomach. Oh, like so you would right. ask whoever have whoever worked at the store that he that was that was his deal that was because like that crown of X or, oh so that crown XR it was three nut taps three hits to the back of the leg and three punches to the stomach and that then it was a free bottle it was it was a weird deal but it was free booze so we didn't care that dude probably had a freaking kink about that man that wouldn't surprise me. Anything, anything for the liquor? At that point in time, yeah. Jeez. And I got two kids, so the nut shots weren't that bad. 
Well, well, we know they work. Yeah, still shooting heat. That's right. I ain't shooting blanks. <laughs> He's just shooting straight piss missiles. Yeah, I remember. So after that whole deal, we got like the last two weeks of school. People started getting kicked off campus and pulled into this huge meeting. And I didn't get pulled in to the meeting only because when they came to knock on my dorm room, I was actually sitting in jail because my first DUI. So I wasn't there, but they had video of us partying and all this shit. They had a picture of me flipping off the camera with two beers in my hand because we were on campus partying. <laughs> the security guard drank with us and smoked pot. It was it was a bad deal. I think there was like 15 people that got kicked off banned from campus permanently for the rest of their lives. Jeez. It was, yeah, it was bad. Yeah, and Renfro's thinking he's fucking hard. I don't even, I think I was dumb, not hard. No, I I have a story. I just cannot uh, tell it. Tell it on air. The statue's of limitations it not has, run out on it. It has not ran out at all. <laughs> at a boy. <laughs> you know, I I can't. I've never. I've lived off campus ever since I've been here, so I've never had anything affect uh, school. You're not even a real college. You're a hobby college student. You've never experienced dorm life. True. I went to a community college, then transferred here and got an off-campus apartment. Yay. Yeah, but I saved money in the long run. dorm rooms? My rent's cheaper than you. That's true, but I don't have to pay that much to live on campus in university. Well, get four... Four, uh... So four cat guys are in one quad in the dorms we're at, and four other cat guys are in the quad right down from us. And between them, there's probably 400 dart holes in the uh, drywall, and there's also peanut butter that has been smeared on one wall for going on three semesters now. Reed, talk about the cheese whiz. No, I'm not talking about the fucking cheese whiz. Talk about... Talk about or, Dude, is that the statue of limitation story? No, no, that's Limit- not. I I just don't fucking like cheese whiz. That shit gross. Tell 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 Colton what what your roommates did to you. Okay, so they were fucking eating cheese whiz one night, uh, because they're degenerates, and uh, I was like, that is the grossest shit on the planet. And so they were fucking with me. And they put some on my damn door handle. So when I opened it and went to close it, I would get it all in my hand, and I fucking did. And then when I was cleaning it up, he fucking shot some down the fucking crack of my ass. Oh, like the shit out of the can? Yeah. And I started, when I was cleaning it up, I started fucking gagging. That shit is gross. That ain't cheese whiz. Whatever, spray cheese. Yeah. Fucking same shit. No, it's not. My daddy's cheese whiz sandwiches. What, cheese yeah, yeah che- cheese whiz is out of a jar. Yeah. It's got like a red label. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know like a great value eater or some shit. No. Well, hey, speaking of uh, speaking of my father, how to tell this funny ass story about him and his best friend in uh, Lawton, Oklahoma. Fuck Lawton. So my dad. Hey, fuck you. 
That's where our military's at. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Man, he's worry about he, lot in Oklahoma. He's an Oklahoma uh, a knight. He knows all about Oklahoma. Loves who? It. Me? Reed. Me? Bull fucking shit. I don't know who who the hell you heard that from. It's kind of obvious. Oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway, so I I live my my mom was in the military, and uh, so my dad worked. Well, we lived there. My dad worked at a uh, concrete place, and uh, he was best friends with this guy named James. So to preface it, James is black. That'll come back and play later. Anyway, they would go and uh, they'd go out after work, you know, drink beers, go to bars, whatever. So they decided to uh, go to this different bar that they'd never been to in Lawton. And uh, they were there drinking and all of a sudden they just their drinks started coming for free. So they got pretty drunk and then they started looking around more. And they noticed all the uh, women that were there started having, you know, Adam's apples and all sorts of shit. And uh, so some girl was hitting on James, and I don't think he was married at the time. I I should say some it, not a girl. Anyway, they started looking around more and looking around more and looking around more. And it was all guys or drag queens in this bar. And the bartender labeled them the salt and pepper crew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were. My dad tells that story all the time. It's so damn funny. Shit. That's some damn. Uh... Oh, shit. What's that Charlie Daniels song about that? Uneasy Rider, uh, 1986 or 1987. The, f- the first version. No, the second one is about the gay bar. The oh, I thought I thought the gay bar one was the first one. No, no, no. The first one is just Uneasy Rider, and that is uh, the one about. I, I know it. I know it. Everybody knows that version. Teeth. Don't say everybody because I don't know about it. Oh, d- listen to it. Classic. Don't tell me how to live my life. A lot of people oh. know the damn Charlie Daniels. Dude has like. 30 out or the charlie daniels band has like 30 albums out the first one is was in 19 uh, i think either 69 or 70 and most of his early stuff until about probably 1987 which i think is powder keg it was all southern rock and then late 80s early 90s he got to more country and that's where uh like long-haired redneck and uh, you know, or not long-haired red, redneck. Uh, uh, long. What's the other one? Shit, it's the fucking every white trash dude has uh, tattooed on their forehead. Um, damn, that kills me. But anyway, a whole bunch of stuff is old ass uh, Southern rock, like on par with Leonard Skinner. Blackfoot and you know Molly Hatchet, that kind of shit. It's really freaking good. Hmm. I might have to check her out. I'll go through kicks where I'll start with a uh, like a singer or a band, and I'll listen through all their all their music in order from earliest to later. It's it's freaking cool. 
Reed, are you talking about Simple Man? Simple Man, and there's another one. Um, long-haired country boy. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Long-haired, okay. Long-haired redneck is David Allen Coe. Yeah, I was about to say. Oh. Do we have an internet crash? Do what? Do we have an internet crash? Sorry, I was yawning. Uh, no, I was. Was it me? I, I don't know. Colton, you here? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, I got like a chime through Skype like somebody dropped. I don't know. Sometimes it fucks up. Skype's retarded. Uh, it, it makes a sound when I check. Uh, I I got a text message. I was checking it. No, it, it wasn't like something that the recording will pick up. It was like a chime for me because I'd started the call. Hmm. Um. Anyway, uh, so Colton, I, I hear you do a little bit of uh, coyote hunting. Oh, yep, I sure do. So uh, I don't do your typical coyote hunting where you go and call, sit at stands. Uh, what we do Sunday mornings, usually we'll get a Facebook message out on Friday. We'll meet at the local gas station. And uh, basically we run vehicles. Uh, hold on a second. All right, you guys hear me? Yep. So uh, we uh, have vehicles, and we have maritime radios in them, and we surround set. Well, up in Nebraska, I don't know how it is in Arkansas, we have mile sections, so it's mile, you know, four square miles. And we'll just go out in the middle of the fields, uh, pastures, ditches, whatever, shoot them out with 22s or 9 millimeters, shoot out the draws, and then we chase them in vehicles. And either you run them over with the vehicle, you shoot them with a shotgun out the window, or you, uh, uh, at one time I, we had a coyote running in the pasture and I shot him at 250 yards on a dead run with my 300 wind mag and nailed him right in the neck. And, uh, so yeah, it's, it's fun. It's so much fun chasing them in cars. See the, the, the boys I know from Kansas. That's how they say the, the the guys that hunt on the res, that's how they hunt them, which they live up there near the Flint Hills. So they'll hunt through the, uh, they'll drive, ju- you know, just slap out through the draws, flush them out of the draws, and then hunt them, you know, while they're running. Uh, and then they'll hit those, the which out in the Flint Hills, there's all those big-ass damn glacier rocks. And every once in a while, you know, you'll just fucking dome one. They got a name for those rocks uh, that I will tell y'all later. Not podcast appropriate. No, no. Yeah, yeah. That's. I think the Flint Hills are not that far away from where I'm at. Really? Yeah. This would would be west of Topeka. See, yeah, yeah. I'm west. I will. I would be west of Topeka. Yeah. Um. I'm more like. Uh. Fuck. I'm north of Dodge City, like three hours. Oh. Okay. Yep. Kind of Hayes, Kansas. Hayes, Kansas? Yeah, I'm north of there. Okay, you know where Washington County is? I believe so. I think I drove through it when I went to Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. 
that's where I got some friends, and they're from around there. Or they yeah. Got yeah, that sounds pretty close to where I'm at. Yeah. So it's, pro- it's probably about the same kind of, uh, you know, landscape. Yeah, it's we got a lot of, like, slate and shale where I live at. So if there's uh, if there's water running through a field, what do you call it? What do you mean, like a... Like a low spot. Like, do you say creek or creek? Well, running through a field, that'd just be a... I, I, I call it a creek. Okay, that's what I, that's what I was trying to figure out. Because some of them say creek, and then... But some of the, the ones I know, they all say... They all call them rivers. Like, it can be a pissant, foot-deep, two-foot-wide creek, and they'll still call it a damn river. Yeah, yeah, like the where I fish at Republican River is, and I duck hunt, it's like 10 yards across, but it's still technically it's the Republican River. Oh, all right. So, but, but no, everything else that like feeds into it is a creek, 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 I call it creek, all right. uh, slew, whatever, just depends on what it is. Hey, so if you were going to drink a Coke, what would you call it? You're like let let's say Sprite. Let's say you're gonna drink a Sprite. What would you call that? I call it a pop. Fucking Yankee. Hey, <laughs> hey, that's what Scott would say if he was here too. So Reed's yeah. filling in for Scott's well, Northern hate. Texas is different. It's like it's a whole different state or something. Yeah. By the by the way, Colton, you need to start spreading the word in Nebraska because you need to pick it up. Kansas is our number one state, followed closely behind by Texas. Yeah, no shit. I'm the only one in Nebraska. Yeah, no, Nebraska is actually pretty low on our. I, they're not too low, but we've got like a lot of one percenter states, and then we've got a lot that are less than one percent. Yeah. Hey, do but, y'all have the trees up there where you're at? Oh yeah, cottonwood trees. What trees? Cottonwood. All right. So, one thing that was kind of cool. So last winter or not last winter, the winter before last, I went up to Topeka with some of my buddies. And so they got regular trees out in the field, but there wasn't a whole awful lot. But then, like if you got out, uh, oh, dang, where's it, Tonganoxie or McLeod, Kansas, it's all it's all evergreen trees, like, uh, like cedars and stuff. They don't have pine trees. Which oh, yeah. Are, uh, it's like all pine trees at least southwest yeah it's just we got pine trees and we got we got oak trees that's and a shit ton of fucking gumballs gum trees yeah we got like oak and cottonwood uh our we got cedar trees but they try to get those out of the pastures um we don't have any we have oh i, I think halsey forest might be pine yeah. but don't don't quote me on that because i've never been there do y'all have boat art? Do we have what? Boat art? No, I, they do not. I couldn't tell you. Boat, oh, like, boat art's the south thing. It's it's also called Osage Orange, but a lot of people call it boat art. Would that be the same as... Uh, hedge. Uh, hedge apples? Yeah, like a yellowy wood. If it's, if it, if it's the same, same as hedge apples, I got those where I work. Yeah, yeah. Does it have like a real yellow wood? I don't know about the wood, but it it produces those like softball sized fruit on it or whatever. 
Yeah, about the same color as a softball. Yeah. Yeah, that's Bodark. Yeah, we have those. Dude, there, there where I went in Kansas, like it was a, sh- there was a shit ton of freaking Bodark trees, and uh, which we were up there during the winter, so there wasn't any on the ground or something. I was like, damn, that looks like a damn Bodark, and they were all like, oh, that's a damn hedge. I don't know what the hell a Bodark is. Damn hedge. Yeah, we call them hedge I, apples. Yeah, and I got to looking at them, and they they burn freaking hot if you can get them split because they're so damn stout. But one of the guy's dads, he had a stack of that damn yellow wood. Dang, that looks about like a bodark. He goes, "That's hedge," but I've heard it. I've heard it called bodark once before. It was somebody from Arkansas that said it. Hmm. So that might just be an Arkansas thing. Yeah, it might be. Some of the uh, duck calls I've made, I've made out of bodark. Really? Yeah. That's what I. That's what I try to do in the summer when I'm not in school. I bet it's a motherfucker to turn on the lathe. It's oh, actually fuck. pretty easy compared to like African blackwood or bo- uh, or uh, Bacote's a little easier, but Bodark's not that bad. Um, only problem is just drilling the the five eighths hole for the barrel and then drilling the uh, the tone channel and in the insert. That's usually a pain in the ass. But other than that, it's not too bad. You're drilling the the that center hole. You already have to have it turned, right? So you can get it straight. Yeah, I have to drill it before I turn it. Oh, to fit. otherwise it'd be too fragile, wouldn't it? Well, I have, I have to drill a five eighths hole in it to fit on the lathe, and then I also have to. I do some other uh, Afro engineering with uh, mm-hmm. the insert to get it to stick on the lathe, and then. Get it down to fit in the five eighths hole, you and got then style it in. A clamp or a inside chuck, don't you? Yeah. All right, that's what I was thinking. I've I actually bought a uh, a uh, god damn it a bandsaw to help with the uh, actual cutting on the uh, tone board. Oh yeah. Oh nice. Because I've got a uh, like I, I'm not selling anything yet. I, what I'm wanting to do is I want to make a few that work, you know, for me, and then I'm going to actually get a different, like a flat jig for the tone board, and then uh, cut it flat, and then just shave it and sand it down to get a sound that I like, and then get a jig made from that actual insert, and then have my own unique sound. But it's just a side hobby, yeah. something I do in the summer to get to duck season, pretty much. So do you guys run double or single reed? Uh, single. That's all I blow. Reed, reed doesn't call. Reed's a shooter. Uh, no, no, I've started calling. He's got a whistle. That's all I know. Oh, I love my whistle. I do. I, you know, Arkansas uh, guys, for the most part that I've hunted with and been around, a whole lot of them don't use the whistle. But, dude, I love using the whistle. Like... I mix it in, like you know. I'm always going to grab like my Echo or my RNT Mondo, but I'm going to use that whistle a little bit, whether it's doing a you know Mallard Drake or doing like a Widgeon, and it works. I I I am 100%. The whistle works, and I use it season long. Some people won't use it till late season, but I use it all season, and it never not works. Yeah, I I use my whistle all the time. Well, starting out in September with teal, I'll use it. And do the green wing peep, you know. Yeah. And then uh, during duck season, I'll I'll be calling on my duck call, and I have it. I watched a video on Fred Zink put a video up one time, and he says to put your whistle on your top clip, 
so that when you're duck calling, you can just easily switch to it. So I, I do that now and it's, I can hit him with a few quacks on the call and then switch to the whistle and it, it makes a world of difference. That's what I do. I usually keep them pretty close. I'll have like either both like have a, my mallard call in my right hand and then the whistle on my left or vice versa, or have them in the same hand and kind of just switch how I'm controlling it. If I'm running the jerk string, but I'm always the last person to shoot. So I'm not really worried about that. When I'm Dude, that my, I don't, I didn't notice it until this year when I really started to hunt with more people, but I guess I'm the first to shoot and I call the shot, which I don't, I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but I, we all, we were on a goose hunt this year and, uh, I was shooting, emptying out my 870 and throwing another shell in and getting a fourth shot off before people were done with their thirds running semi-autos. Yeah. I, uh, all those I, degenerates that have only hunted with semi-autos don't know how to work them right. I've called, I've called a lot of shots with, you know, not even touching my gun yet. Yeah, and that's what I usually do. I don't even have my gun gun in my hand, but I'm up first. I don't um, understand it. Reed, Reed's real good about already having his gun ready and being on a bird as he's coming through the trees or down the cypress break or anything like that. Reed's usually right on the money, so when I say kill him, Reed's shooting him, unless he's shooting something on the water that he shouldn't be while I'm working birds. But yeah. we've already told that story, so we won't oh, tell yeah. it again. I'll bust them sons of bitches. You, Reed, your dad, none of them motherfuckers can handle me. Our our other good buddy that's also named Reed, but he spells it with an I, not a double E. He, uh, my dad started calling him Sure Shot because Reed will not shoot unless he is 100% going to kill something. And meanwhile, other Reed, the one that's with us, he runs it to the plug no matter what. Like, Reed can shoot a duck, and he is 100% folded that duck, but he's going to drop those other two shells just to make sure. Dude, see, I cannot shoot a duck or a goose to save my ass. Really? Oh, fuck no. But if you put a dove or a quail in front of me, I knock them dead every single time. What kind of choke do you use? Well, in my, I just bought a Benelli uh, in December, and I got the Pattern Master Anaconda, and I haven't really killed much with that yet, but that pattern out of that thing, um, I was shooting three inch uh two shot when i patterned it and i was 88 percent bbs at 40 yards so i'm sticking with that that patterned so good for me so we'll see what happens this coming year i'm gonna i I won't take my plug out i'll run it for everything because i don't want to have to worry about switching and like uh the carlson extended range you can shoot lead and tungsten in it as long as it's not bigger than bb and that's what I think you can run. This Anaconda, I think you can run anything. And I, I'm, uh, I'm going to switch to Boss this year, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. I enjoy it. I, well, and Justin raised a good point where I talked to him about it. I'd rather spend $1.35 a shell knowing that if I hit the bird, it's going to kill it versus – because there's a lot of times when I, we shoot big geese up here that you hit if you hit them in the chest, you got to pump – at least another shot into him to get him down because then bb's will bounce right off every uh I, I only killed two geese with boss i don't i don't know why i said every i don't do a whole lot of goose hunting but i killed a giant canada in south dakota and then a speck in arkansas both with the 16 gauge shooting the five shot two and three quarter boss and i mean they were graveyard dead 
Dude, and see, that's that's what I like is you could run lower deals. I'm going to buy a 20 gauge probably this year with my Christmas bonus from work for uh, my fiance, my oldest son. So I want to get, I want to start using the 20. And um, uh, uh, what uh, brand are you looking at? I, I've been thinking about buying one, but I'm going to wait a while since I have a 410 and a 28 and a 16 and a 12. Um, but I, I think Winchester, those SX4s will be pretty good. I'm going to go with the Benelli SBE3. Yeah, yeah, I seen where they came out with the 20 and, and I was kind of confused why they did that's that. That's what but. I That's the gun, new gun I bought in 12. Oh, you already bought it. Oh, no, you bought it in oh, 12. Okay. Yeah, that was the one I just got. So Yeah, I was I was confused when they came out with the 20 gauge because the, the whole purpose of the Super Black Eagle line before was the 3 and a half. Yeah. So, I I don't I, I don't know. That that was their choice. And everybody says, oh, you should have got a Stoger, should have got a Stoger. But I hate, Stogers are so fat in my hand. Stogers fucking suck. I'm saying that right now to my two fucking co-hosts, because I'm pretty sure Scott shoots one too. Yeah, he does. his Versamax. I fucking hated mine, and I know about three people that's either fucked up or blown up. And see, I I looked at the Versamax too at one point, but they're so fat in my hand. I like the sleek of of the Super Black Eagle 3. It's so thin. Yeah. I mean, it's... And I'm not a big guy, so it fits in my hands good. And when I pull up, I do the, you know, you close your eyes and shoulder it. And every time I do it, I'm looking straight down the barrel. See, perfect. That, that's why I bought the Versamax, because I was going to buy the v, the Remington V3. And I shouldered it, and I had to do what I do did before on every shotgun. And I had to, you know, like move my head a little bit to get right down the rail. But I shouldered that Versamax. My dad was like, just try the Versamax, you know, you may want to shoot three and a half. And I said, okay, I shouldered it and it was a perfect fit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, this is, this is the one. And I, I love it. It's, I've had two problems with my Versamax. I had a, not much of an action problem. It was more or less my fault because I hadn't, no, it wasn't action. It was the firing pin wasn't hitting too hard. And that was just because I had gotten it wet and it got real cold and it froze up a little bit. Oh Yeah. And then it had like a little bit of dirt in it, but I got that taken care of. The only thing that was uh, actually a pain in the ass, my uh, bolt, not bolt, uh, the Allen kept getting uh, undone. My stock was separating from my uh, receiver. Yep. I was about to say Mm. fucking receiver, but I didn't want to fuck it up. Um, I'm here for you. Thanks, Reed. Um, anyway, we, uh, put some fucking Loctite on that motherfucker. Oh, so yeah. So we don't have to worry about it now. Well, the V, Versamax, that's semi-auto, ain't it? Yeah. Well, you better hope you don't have to change out the spring. Yeah, it'll be fine. You can, you can always get Loctite off if you try yeah, hard enough. Good. I'm, yeah. I'm going to send it off to get dipped because it got used as a boat paddle. It was solid black. It got used as a boat paddle. And now, like, the, uh, top part of the receiver is solid silver nice my so, uh my backup gun's an 870 and i remember one day we were hunting the river and we were pulling our decoy sled and it went under because it was overfilled and it was my 870 a benelli super black eagle 2 i think there was a brown or beretta a 400 and a browning that all went under the only guns that fired were my 870 and the freaking uh, Benelli. 
So that was when I decided if I ever buy a new shotgun, I'm going to go with Benelli. And I just, the one I got, I couldn't pass up. 1500 bucks for a Super Black Eagle three, I couldn't pass that up. Yeah. I, um, I just like to uh, say, I probably have, I know for a fact I have over 5,000 rounds in both my, my 870s. I've never had a misfire. The only pump I've ever had a misfire on, or it wasn't even a misfire, it was a failure to eject. But that's because I, uh, the extractor, it's got the claw that hangs off the bolt on a, uh, oh damn, what is that? A Winchester 200 Ranger, which is like exactly like a Winchester 1300. Uh, but this was, this was just a base model 30 inch fixed full. And it, it wouldn't pull pull shells out, so you had to, every time you had to muzzle load it basically to get it unloaded. Damn. And I've used Hadley can fucking be witness. I have grabbed that damn shotgun by the barrel and flung it around to break brush. I've dropped it off in fucking holes. I've left it submerged for forever trying to find it. Never used it as a boat paddle, but. That thing's been through hell and back, and I've never it's never failed me. I honestly feel bad for that gun. The worst, the worst thing about it is the 870 that I actually treat good, because normally what I do is I take, which the gun I shot trap with it, it'll only shoot two and three quarters, just a regular express. But mm-hmm. my grandpa bought it new uh, right before it passed away, and uh, so I don't take that hunting except for quail and stuff, but I take that 28-inch barrel off of it, and put it on a another three inch magnum receiver I have with a pistol grip, and that is a freaking winning combo, man. My 870's got a 26 inch barrel, and that's that's where my problem was for hunting ducks and geese. It just it, it didn't swing right for me. But that's that's my backup gun. That's my go to. That one is the gun that I know I will always be able to rely on if I ever needed it. My uh. My turkey gun is a 870. Yeah, super mag though, don't you? Yes. That I stole, that I swiped a stock off of that was off a of 870 that was in the safe that had a 28 inch barrel. I swapped the stocks because I had an old, not old, but it was a, it's like the turkey pistol grip and I can't get down on it because it's got like that raised pad and oh, I'm like, bullshit. I'm way up on the rail. So I just swiped that motherfucker off got that damn bullshit thumbhole stock that you see on the the turkey specials or whatever yeah i don't like it raise comb on the stock i i shouldered a uh 410 tristar in bass pro not too long ago that was like the turkey edition it's like in bottom land and cerakoted it's got the actual pistol grip not the thumbhole but it's the the pistol pistol and i it shouldered perfectly and i also shouldered the 12 of it and i think the 20 so I, I got to use something this weekend, which I didn't see any birds, but uh, or I didn't hear any birds, but I went to my uncle's house, and I had that new Ithaca I bought, and my uncle said, I bet that kicks like a motherfucker, don't it? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, I got something for you. He reaches in the back of his safe, brings out a Super Black Eagle 2, uh, and it's spray-painted camo, and it's got a pistol grip on it. And dude shoots three and a halves, and he came out with these badass hand loads. He did. He bought four pounds of that Federal TSS, that tungsten, whatever, and it's fucking fourteen or it's it's forty 
he said it was $48 a pound, and he had to buy 10 pounds of it to do his reloading with. And, uh, dude, he cooked up some hot-ass fucking... And we went and patterned it, and we were at like 70... I think we were at 77% at 70 yards. Holy shit. Dude, that, dude, that fucking choke he's got in it, it's like a 600 flat. And it is... It's a bad bitch. I didn't even ask where he got it. I know I can't afford it, but... Damn. I, I think the, I think Indian Creek makes a 600 flat choke. I don't know. This one didn't have regular port holes on it. It had slits cut in the side of it. Yeah, that that would be an Indian Creek. And it it wasn't like a regular freaking extended. It was like two inches out of the barrel. And it it, 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 yeah. Oh, was that Jeb's? I, I Jeb's is port. It's got the little port holes in them. I didn't ask. I, I think it's an. I really think it's an Indian Creek. I'm about to look it up. What, whatever one it was, it was a high dollar one because Greg does not fuck around. I, I shoot in my turkey gun. I shoot uh, the choke I have is a Longbeard, a Carlson Longbeard XR, and then I just shoot three inch six shot Longbeard XR loads. I bought I bought the Carlson uh, extended turkey and then the extended ported turkey. What's the six forty? And one's a six twenty or no, no. One's a six sixty and six twenty. Indian Creek doesn't have a six flat. They've got uh six sixty, six sixty five, six seventy, up to yeah, up to six ninety. I wanna say this thing was like a like six hundred flat. It was pretty close. It might have been a six twenty. But uh dude, it was it was freaking insane and it kicked so damn soft. And it, it didn't muzzle rise like all the other auto loaders I've shot. Dude, it was just smooth straight back. And that was shooting three and a half inch hot loads. I, I think he's, I want to say chronographed it, which he's into all those hot shot calibers. He bought a, a 300 rum and had it built. It's got a Christini Arms action and, uh, oh shit, a damn. Forgot what high uh, high dollar ass McMillan stock and night four scope and all this shit. Greg does not fuck around when it comes to hunting, dude. I know for a fact he's killed over a hundred turkeys in. I think he's hunted everywhere that turkeys are big except Florida. He's never killed a, uh, uh, one of the Osceolas. But he's got a fucking string of rope that starts from the floor and he's got a shot with probably 12 or 14 foot beams and it goes from the floor up down up and halfway down and it's just the fucking spurs he'll cut part of the leg off knock the bone out put it on that stringer it's it is freaking insane in my life i've killed 21 turkeys and all of them have been easterns if i kill one this year i'll match as many turkeys as i am old and i'm trying to knock a rio off my list i'm going to try to go to kansas after uh finals that which are next week yeah it's like the first week of may's finals week so i'm gonna try to go like the second or third week i'm supposed to go to kansas because their season ends the 31st of may yeah I i gotta leave wednesday and go up to college so I don't know. It probably won't be this weekend, but it'll be at least the next two weekends. We're going to go up to where he's at 
uh, where he lives around Topeka, and if we don't see anything there, we're going to go out to where they have land in western Kansas and see there. And he said that the land they got in western Kansas is full of Rios. I, uh, I've hunted Oklahoma since, pretty much since Oklahoma opened, which was April the 6th. And I've not heard a bird gobble in Oklahoma on the days I've hunted. I've heard them on the days I've scouted, but not the days I've hunted. And I've put down easily 800 miles on my truck and at least 30, 40 miles walking, I would say, in the last month. Jesus. 20 days. Because, fuck, when uh, I hunted Arkansas this weekend with my dad, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then this morning, I think we walked, I think my phone said we walked about 18, 19 miles in total. I think the snow fucked them up big time. I, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know what's going on. Don't really care. I, I had a good turkey season last year, and I had a good duck season last year, and I had a shit duck season this year, and I'm going to have a shit turkey season, it looks like. So, I, which I've never killed a turkey. That's why I'm going so hard at it here. But, uh, dude, which I know the problem that we have where we hunt there in Clark County, old Zone 12, um, but, zone zone two now. Yeah, but during deer season, zone twelve and zone twelve breeds animals. Um, anyway, but uh, the hogs got real bad a couple years ago, and that's what moved some of them out. And uh, between that and the damn bobcats are so bad, which we put a hurting on them. Uh, but dude, the turkeys. You know, they used to be real thick there, but it's just been hard the last couple of years. Well, Arkansas in general, turkey season's bad. Like, if turkey season doesn't get better by the next two seasons, they won't do it next season, but I I can see the entire state going to a one-week season, one-bird limit. And then I can can also see us not having season for a few years because it's getting bad, like bad, bad. Well, you know, that's what's – what's bad is because you have people that get at it hard and they don't kill a single bird and then you have other people that just freaking bang them out and they'll kill you know four times the legal limit every freaking year i i think that a lot of the turkey issues it there there's multiple factors uh i'm gonna say you know one it's predators two it's over hunting three it's just bad hatches and i mean inevitably it'll get better but which they say what 12 what is it like 12 percent of eggs actually reach full-grown adulthood yeah and then like i don't i don't know all the statistics but i know if a turkey can get past being a jake or you know that first year their odds just go up every year but still just predators wear them out. I mean, everything fucking kills a turkey. Fucking coyotes, bobcats, fucking, fucking uh, coons. Coons raid their nests. Uh, hawks get poults. Owls kill turkeys on the roost. All that shit. It's it's always something. And, you know, they're the bottom of the... They're literally the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to the food chain. Everything eats a fucking turkey. Hogs will eat nests. Hogs will try to catch a fucking poult if they can. I'm pretty sure. There's there's nothing that that's lower than freaking than turkeys besides like grasshoppers and rabbits. Yeah. Squirrel squirrels are higher up than a fucking turkey. Yeah, no shit. 
And, you know, I'm going to blame part of, I don't want to get into a big debate, you know, not a lot of Arkansas listeners listen to this, but I, I, you know, if anybody's got any opinions of this, if y'all even made it this far in the episode, you know, give me your opinion on all this. But, um, I also think a big problem is all the pine plantations, because when you have all that, uh, undercover, all that brush, you know, all those briar thickets and everything, hell a bobcat and coyote can hide in that shit easy. And the turkey just walking down a, a warehouser or whatever the timber company road is and you know boom bobcat's right there on him and he never knew it i think another problem is the fact that arkansas is a forestry heavy you know eight most of arkansas is forest or at least the eastern side of arkansas is forestry you know that's what drives the eastern half of arkansas especially eastern forestry really eastern especially in the southwest or i mean west 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 in the especially where we are in the southwest corner because you know turkeys will have a habitat and then every and they'll get grown real good and then 20 years after they're thick a crew comes through and logs them and that jacks it up which it doesn't really jack them up big but they're moving around so much well when when they've got enough time like that it doesn't really matter but I know that on our lease through Warehouser, they log, they literally start logging like the first week of turkey season. And I know that there's already some eggs out there and they won't stop till May. And every, every hen that even laid around there is probably going to get smashed anyway. All her eggs will. Yeah, or they'll, or they'll leave. Yeah, and then they do a whole lot of spraying and shit. I, I think that's part of the reason why there's not a whole lot of quail but I don't want to get into a warehouser today. But e- even after they cut it, they still come back and they rip it and plant it. Yeah, you know, warehouser does a good job. I mean, they're they try, but shit shit's gonna go wrong with anything like that. And you know, I think it's a whole lot of factors. And a lot of people, you know, I don't know if you're in some of the Facebook groups that are specifically like turkey hunt turkeys in Arkansas, but it's everybody likes to blame one thing and i think it's a combination of a lot of things yeah and you know there's going to be a lot at the end of the tunnel i hope because i don't want to have to be going to other states to turkey hunt i mean i i do that anyway just because i want to do a grand slam before i'm like 30 but i don't know i i don't want to have to constantly buy an out-of-state oklahoma license just to turkey hunt because i I can't turn you out in Arkansas. Yeah. So on the lease though, there there is quite a bit of turkeys, but they're just in the worst fucking spots. Well, I, I, terrain's never really bothered me when it comes to turkey hunting. It's no, just. But where we're at, we're talking fucking radical terrain. You know. That's that's true. Twenty percent grades that normal people can't fucking walk on up. You know, like think about Cedar Bluff. Yeah, like where I've been hunting lately and where I hunted this weekend, which is like actual pure mountains. I mean, it's just getting the birds. Uh, We hunted public like this whole time. We hunted a little bit of private, but we hunted. It it was pretty much 50-50. And we never really heard a bird. We heard two. We heard uh, a little uh, Tom and Jake's one morning and that was it. 
but you know I don't know and hell that one may have been a Jake too he he could gobble but he wasn't the best at it yeah um I think another another factor which I, I don't want to spend this entire episode talking about turkey hunting in Arkansas but another factor is just the damn weather like think about it it was damn near 80 degrees two weeks ago then we had frost I had frost on my fucking windshield last week yeah, it literally snowed up here. Uh, I had tur- I had turkey hunted the day before in Oklahoma, and it was seventy five degrees there and here. And then the next morning at eight o'clock, it was snowing. Yeah, like it was seventy nine one day, and the next day I think it was uh, it would have been two weeks ago Wednesday or Tuesday I think. Yeah, I, I had fucking frost on my car. And you know what? A lot of people uh, say. They open season up too late. That's why we're not killing turkeys. And, you know, I'm going to have to agree that, yeah, that's probably why you're not killing them. But, you know, hey, it's may, it might be a good thing that we're opening it up, that they do open it up late and you're getting, like, the late season birds because you can look at some of the demographics on kills and some of it's, like, outrageous how many birds got killed in a, in a two- or three-year time span. And then we started changing the seasons and the number dropped down, but we're still killing. Like I've had a lot of seasons. I've killed my two birds in Arkansas and I've had a lot of seasons. I've killed one. I've never had a season where I've killed zero. And this may be the first I've got a week left and it's literally, this is we're recording on Monday, this podcast to get up, uploaded tonight and season goes out Sunday and I've got class all week. I, I may get to go home and turn you Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then I've got finals week. So, I mean, it is what it is, but it's been rough, at least for me. I know some people have had a good season and some haven't, but yeah, so it's – You want to break up all the uh, turkey talk with a uh, fuck, Mary kill? Sure. Let's do that. Okay. Col- Colton was just sitting here twiddling his thumbs because he doesn't turkey hunt. Yep. <laughs> Which I don't. I haven't turkey hunted till this year, pretty much. Okay. I, wait. I've got a quick turkey hunting story to tell on Reed, real quick, <laughs> before we roll into this fuck Mary kill. I'd taken Reed turkey hunting last year, and we got a bird. This we were hunting a pasture, and we were in. There's trees on our south. We're facing south. There's trees right in front of us to the south. Then there's trees right to our north, and then we're like in a patch right in the middle of this pasture. That's probably forty-eight, forty. 40 yards to the tree. I, I would say 60 yards wi- uh, wide and about 200 yards long. Just a good patch of timber to sit in to hunt a pasture. And we get this bird gobbling behind us. And this is probably 7.15 in the morning. And I go, hey, Reed, let's, uh, I, I'm going to run out there and get the decoy. And then we're going to turn around and we're going to go up to the, the north end up this hill and hunt this other part of the pasture because that bird is just right there in that draw gobbling. And Reed never moved, and I was like, Reed, Reed, Reed. I, like, got up and started walking and looked around the tree. Motherfucker, sound asleep. <laughs> and it took about everything I had to not just uh, walk out there, pick that decoy up, and walk up that fucking hill and kill that turkey by myself. But I fucking woke him up. That same hunt. Your cousin fucked us out of a bird. That's also true. We were hunting later that afternoon, and my cousin rolled up with a uh, in a ranger with his wife and kid. 
with a turkey decoy sitting out in the middle of a pasture in my and he drove right by my truck. We were oh fuck. I one we Jake and there's a damn there was something gobbling out in the woods. They they were gobbling in the other pasture right to our north across the creek. Cuz later we tried to slip down the bluff and get get on them and then we got caught. Not not caught by yeah. anybody. We got caught by a hen that was in the woods, and she started putting and kind of fucked us. Yeah. Damn, but that sucks. Anyway, roll into your fuck, Mary kill. I had to talk about Reed taking a little fucking nappy nap at 7.15 in the morning while I'm trying to kill a turkey for him. Shit, sure, that happens. Okay, so I woke up at 140%, and I had to sleep some of that off so I'd be at 100. <laughs> That's right. Damn right. So, uh, fuck, Mary kill. Uh, David Allen Coe, Macho Man Randy Savage, and or uh, all four of the Oak Ridge Boys. All right, I'm gonna kill all four of the Oak Ridge Boys. What? The I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck David Allen Coe because I know that motherfucker's wild in the sack, and I'm gonna marry Macho Man Randy Savage. That's fair. That's fair. Mm. Boy, that I, I chose the best one. Y'all Why? can't fucking argue. You why can't argue it. Why are you marrying Macho Man Randy Savage when you could marry the Oak Ridge boy that goes oom papa oom papa mau mau? No, 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 no. If you if you or if you marry the Oak one of the Oak Ridge boys, you marry all of the Oak Ridge boys. Yeah, they're a they're a package deal. But you can you can marry the high pitch whiny one that goes Elvira, and you can also get the big old bearded guy. And you can get the deep voice guy who goes oom papa oom papa mile you, you can get all of them, and that third one who just kind of stands. You know what? I'm not to kill the Oak Ridge boys because I can't marry them because I live in Nebraska and not Utah. And uh, you guys got polygamy laws? Fuck yeah! Well, that don't stop you from fucking animals. Well, that's true. Um. Let's see. I might marry David Allen Coe. Just fuck Randy Savage. Get it over with. I mean, look, think about it. Macho Man Randy Savage and David Allen Coe would both be amazing in the sack. Brother. That's Hulk Hogan. That was more Hulk Hogan. What you gonna do, brother? Yeah, that's, that's how I would go. What All right, about Reed. You, Reed. Okay. So, also, I wrote an alternate down because I wasn't sure if I wanted. No, to fuck you. Do do your own. Do no, this one first. Saying this because I didn't know what would be funnier: all four for the Oakridge or Conway Twitty. Oh, dude, you fucked up. I would have married Conway Twitty in a fucking second. Dude, Conway would have hit you with that damn slow hand. Mmm. <sighs> Conway and them tight-fitting jeans. It, it, oh. I'll repeat something I said a long time ago. If I was ever gay for a man, I'd be gay for Conway Twitty. <laughs> so, uh, so my list is... Oh, shit. Uh, Reed, did you really fuck up your own fuck, Mary kill? So I'm not... I'm going to have to kill David Allen Coe because it would be... I love David Allen Coe. But he also killed a man in prison for trying to rape him. He killed him with a mop bucket, allegedly. Um, uh, 
I'm going to fuck Macho Man Randy Savage so he can whisper sweet oh yeahs in my ear. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, now that sounded like the fucking Kool-Aid man. Yeah, it did. We <laughs> fucked it. We, uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. And then I am going to marry all four of the Oak Ridge boys. Because uh, it'd be cool to wake up to, uh, you know, the y'all, y'all Come Back Saloon. That's a pretty cool song. Also, I want to hear Oom Papa, Oom Papa, Mau Mau all day. Oh, Jesus. All right. I got to kill Fuck Mary, too. I got two of them, actually. Which one do you want? The good one or the bad one? Just give us fucking both. All right, we'll start with the first one. Okay. <clears throat> I got Eva Shockey, Tiffany from The Crush with Lee and Tiffany. Oh. Or, or Melissa Bachman. I don't know who the last one is. She uh, has her own hunting show. So She is with Winchester. So I don't watch hunting television, but I know who Eva Shockey is. So I am fucking Eva Shockey. Um, what were the other two names again? Tiffany from The Crush and then Melissa Bachman. Okay, so I don't like the last name Bachman. <laughs> so uh, I'm killing her. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely killing her. I'm looking at a picture of her. I'm marrying the other one. Tiffany? Yeah, we'll go with Tiffany. Like I- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a little like reads, but not a lot. Uh, killing the Bachman. Uh, marrying Eva Shockey because she's got all the Shockey money. No shit. And then fucking Tiffany. Man, I'm. I think I'm marrying Melissa. By the way, we will never be able to have these people on the podcast now. Thanks. Sorry. Yeah, but they would not lower themselves to this. No, they would. <laughs> no. The, 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 no. Yeah. They are. So I- the Shockies are sponsored by, you know, because for the time, fucking Jim Shockey only hunted with a muzzleloader. And then he got that damn big center ch- or check and started hunting with a Thompson Center Thompson. And then he started killing shit with a fucking pellet gun. Benjamin pellet gun or Sheridan. Benjamin. All right, Colton, what's your... So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to marry Melissa... And the simple fact is, she doesn't. Uh, uh, oh shit! How do I don't say it? Pound sponsorships down your throat when she's on TV. I hate that. She's not a shill. Yeah, she's not a sellout. She just hunts. Eva Shaki on her Instagram. I had to stop following her because it was. Oh, I'm. Eating this from this company, blah blah blah, and always has to, you know, add them to the story. So I'm gonna go marry Melissa, fuck Tiffany, and kill Eva. Solid. All right, and then I got my second one here. You ready for this one? Is this the bad one? This is the bad one. Oh God. Jake Paul, Ronda Rousey, and Conor McGregor. Well, I'm obviously fucking the only woman. I'm fucking Ronda Rousey. I'm going to have to kill Jake Paul. And I will definitely marry Conor McGregor so I can get that, uh, whatever his uh, alcoholic beverage is for free. Proper 12? 
Hey. Yeah, that's it. Ronda Rousey is in the WWE now. Mm, I'd let her pin me down. She has a contract, but I don't. She doesn't wrestle. She hasn't wrestled like two years. Really? Yeah, she just got pregnant. Oh, fuck! I'd beat up on a pregnant girl. (laughs) Jesus, that's a felony in most states. I think that's going to be the name of this episode. I'd beat up on a pregnant girl. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yeah. I think your answer is the only right one, Hadley. Fuck you, Paul. I'm going to... Oh, shit. So I'm killing Jake Paul. That's a given, I think. So you're going to fuck Conor McGregor. No, I'm I'm fucking... I'm I'm fucking Rhonda. My girl, Rhonda. Hey, yo, Rhonda. The Beach Boys boys have a have a song with Rhonda in the name. I think it's Help Me Rhonda or something like that. So, fucking Rhonda, get on Jake Paul, and I'm marrying Connor because honestly, dude, that fucking Irish accent, straight sex. Oh, it's hot as fuck. Oh yeah. I think that's that's how I'm gonna have to go with that too. I guess that probably wasn't the bad one, but. Has Jake Paul in it, so it's pretty shitty. Oh, yeah, I'd fucking kill Jake Paul. In a heartbeat. I'd do it now if it, with no... I'd do it for a dollar and a pack of gum. I'd do it for a Klondike bar. What would you do for a Klondike bar? He's a fucking idiot. Reed's gonna get his copyrighted with singing their fucking song. It's a fucking jingle. It's probably damn eminent domain or whatever. Maybe. Yeah. It's, so one of the things we do at school is uh, if we're talking about something, we'll say a word that's kind of similar to it. So let's say you were talking about constriction in a uh, in a choke or something. You'd be like, yeah, so the gun. Uh, so yeah, so that Carlson choke I got, it's got a it's running like 640 uh, consummation. <laughs> consummation? We'll do that shit all the fucking time, but I forgot the word that I was going to say. Um, you said something, I had another word that was close. Words are hard. Dude, words are hard. Look at my fucking college English grade. <laughs> Which bullshit that they make. I have taken. American history, American government, uh, speech one and two, a creative writing class, um, business math, and uh, some bullshit fucking computer class for college. Because it's a it's associate's degree in a uh, applied science. It's not just some pissant certificate. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, boys, I'm going to have to get off of here. All righty. Well, I think that was a perfect place to end anyway. It's an hour right. and 31 minutes. And uh, just so everybody knows, Scott and Justin both told me that they were going to jump on here. And Justin was wanting me to do something in particular on this episode, but I'm not going to fucking do it because he didn't jump in like he said he was going to. So anyway, guys, thank you all for listening. I was joined by Reed and Colton. And uh, stick around for the next episode in a week. See you all later. Bye. Thanks, guys. See you.